Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This, this, this is the Porpoise Pod. Porpoise Pod. It's a podcast with a purpose. All Dolphins. All the time. Touchdown! Now, here's your host, Brendan Tobin and Alejandro Solana. Oh, Porpoise Pod. Sadly swimming to you guys here after the most brutal loss of the season so far. As the Miami Dolphins get absolutely curb stomped at MetLife Stadium, is that what they're still calling that hellhole up there, Solana? What do, what do you yeah. what do you got going on? Solana coming to his boots on the ground today from yeah. New York. Let's see. Well, I, I guess tec- I guess technically New Jersey. Yeah, I'm in the Meadowlands. It's uh, it's not a great place. It is the MetLife. Uh, the stadium. It's it, it's like a jail. I mean, there's just no life here. There's nothing going on. Hard Rock way better. And it's just a bunch of Jets fans everywhere right now. Tobin celebrating this dub. What a letdown. Yeah, the Dolphins lost 40-17 to in a game they were really in into the fourth quarter, surprisingly. Yep. And then just all hell broke loose. Um, it, was a, it was a really, really tough watch today. Teddy Bridgewater goes down after one play. Uh, the Jets send a cornerback blitz on him. He ends up get, taking a safety in the end zone, which wasn't a safety and then it was a safety apparently they're just changing the dolphins are like a guinea pig they're just changing rules willy-nilly concussion protocols what's a safety what's an intentional grounding who knows solana so so what happened like what's what's the official word there like did he pass protocol because i'm reading tweets everybody's saying he didn't but then there was some sort of update on the tv broadcast we didn't get fed any info i like what what happened it, it was teddy in concussion protocol or not 
from what I understand is that he passed all protocols. The report was he passed all protocols, but under the new protocol, like I guess under the new no-go rule, he was not allowed to re-enter. They're just making things up willy-nilly, dude. Yeah, like we have to spend another <laughs> Porpoise Pod uh, reacting to the Tua stuff. I know your time's limited today, but yeah, they have new rules, you know, to to ban concussions and concussed players from going out there. So he wasn't able to re-enter, and uh, you know. Pretty unfortunate because Skylar Thompson, not great. Yeah, yeah. He uh, and you know I, I have been the leader of the Skylar Thompson brigade, Tobin. Uh, but maybe I should uh, I should pump the brakes a little on old on old Skylar because I, I mean, look, the Dolphins couldn't move the ball um, in the air the way that we're used to. The big play was gone, but there was one positive, right? You were running the football pretty well, and you mentioned it. They were in the game. At one point in the third quarter, Jason Sanders misses a 54-yard field goal, goal, and that would have put you up 20-19 to midway through the third quarter. It's a totally, totally different football game. After that, it was Jets the entire way. So as bad as everything went, and as really just mediocre, below average, Skylar Thompson played Tobin, you had a chance to go up second half, with a field goal and whatever, he misses a 54-yarder. By the way, uh, uh, Jason Sanders over two on field goals this year, 50 plus. He Dude, made he all the other ones. But... He ain't the same since he got the bag. No, not He's the same. Not. Like He's I didn't even feel. I was like, uh, all right. I didn't know how to really feel about him going out there. But yeah, you're right. As soon as that field goal got missed, all hell broke loose, and it was a disaster. The Jets come back. They score a touchdown. They fatten up their lead. The Dolphins respond to that with uh, Skylar Thompson getting sack fumbled in, yeah, you know, just a Quinnen Williams killing Tyreek Hill on returning a touchdown. Um, and so, yeah, it was unfortunate. Like it did go in the direction of, all right, even if they don't win this game, you know, that's a moral victory, but that's pretty impressive, especially what we were seeing that that last drive, because Trent Green was freaking out of the broadcast about them not using a timeout that last drive before the half, was so impressive between you know the between Mike McDaniel's play calling the way they managed that took it all the way down because he was freaking out oh they're, they're taking so long they're taking so long what's going on here and they really did a uh, they did a fantastic job and ended up getting that huge touchdown right before halftime and you're getting the right. you're feeling all kinds of good that you're getting the ball back you're going uh you're you're in a great spot and you know to go from that to where they are where it just feels like you got absolutely you know, knocked out with with a bunch of haymakers at the end is uh, is a little demoralizing. Yeah, and and you were doing that without Tron Armstead, by the way, right? Like, who, who yeah. was it? Brandon Shell came in. Um, yep. At the end of the first half, it was an impressive drive. You get the Smythe direct snap, which we love. He gets into the end zone. But Tobin, I, I think we got to address something that that I you and I kind of touched on quickly in the last pod as we previewed this game, which is how long can the Dolphins' defense, as banged up as they are, continue to keep this team in games or continue to play pretty good without Byron Jones and a healthy Xavier Howard. And I think today I said, when is that finally going to catch up to them, right? It caught up to them today. Tobin, let's be 100% honest. This is not the same defense that we're used to. Uh, They haven't had a takeaway. They've had one interception this season, and it was that first drive versus New England. And then their last takeaway was – uh, Javon Holland sacking Josh Allen. That was two full games ago. Literally, mm-hmm. they played two full games 
without a takeaway. There was missed tackles all over the field today. And then Brees Hall, second round pick, dominating you. He had two catches, 100 yards. One of them was for 79 yards. Plus, he had 97 yards rushing. That might, There might have been a little bit more. I wrote that down with, like, two minutes left to go. Um, like, it's not the same defense. It's really not. And I get injuries are a part of that. I'm not I'm not discounting it, but it's been bad look, defensively. It, it's, it, look, it unraveled there, but they were also put in really bad spots by the offense. Yeah, I mean, like, let's be honest about it. You know, like, yeah, they can only take so much. You can only ask them to bail you out so many times. I mean, at one point, I think Skylar Thompson – had more yards through the air with penalties than he did actually throwing the football. He's really good at that, by the way, that, that we learned he's good at getting uh, pass interference calls up for his uh, receivers downfield that he seems to have mastered. I think he got like three of those, which was the dolphins best play through the air basically today, because anytime it really, you need him to connect didn't go so great. Um, but I, I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. They definitely got gutted for some, uh, some pretty big runs. Brees Hall was, uh, was, uh, was, was a, a monster today. And uh, Michael Carter, very disrespectful to do the waddle. I, I, I am not happy about this at all, Solana. I want retribution <laughs> for this. When they when they take on the Jets back down here, my I, I want everybody to dress up like penguins and horrify them because that I, I, I got. I don't think I've been that mad since the first uh, since that first you know Canes asking they took to North Carolina with the upside down U. I don't think I've been that mad. Like you don't do nobody else does the waddle, okay? This is not this is not this is not the gritty. It's not out there for everybody. All I know is I was looking. I I spotted Fireman Ed in the stands, and they kept you know they keep showing this Fireman Ed who oh, sold out on the Jets, and then they made amends. But let's not forget Fireman Ed, biggest Jets fan ever, sold out on this organization when they were down in the dubs. Yep. And I spotted him in the fans because they keep showing him. And I said, if he does the waddle at any point in the stands, I'm leaving the broadcast booth and I'm going to go fight Fireman Ed. And and he didn't do it today, but Good. I promise you, I was going to go fight Fireman Ed. Enough already with this Fireman Ed. Find any other fan to make famous in New York. This guy, he gave up on his team. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. How do they welcome him? Just welcome back the guy that gave up on your franchise? Makes no sense, Toby. Same with Spike Lee, too. Spike Lee walked out on the Knicks. Such a good point. You know, I mean, he did get, you know, into it with, uh, you know, uh, James Dolan, so... I guess that's more of a mutual thing of uh, of blame there, but still, either on or off, in, in my eyes. Um, yeah, but it sucks. Listen, it sucks losing to the Jets. It always sucks losing to the Jets, and to you know really get it, ru- you know, your, your nose rubbed in it by the end there. Uh, it felt horrible. It, it felt horrible to watch that um, because yeah, I, I I thought I thought by the time at the end of that half, I was like, man. It really looks like McCochin has got Mostert played amazing today. Mostert definitely had his best game as a Dolphin. Um, huge runs. I think we saw what Mike McDaniel likes with him. I actually thought in that one drive, uh, 
I don't know, it was the first drive where Gaskin came in and gave uh, and, and had his first carries of the season. But I was like, man, I almost keep riding Mostert. I feel like that's the uh, that's the play there. Yeah, he really did ball. What were his final numbers? Let's see. He finished 1,813 uh, yards. He had the 24-yard run, too, which I think was the longest play the Dolphins had other than, than the uh, the pass interference calls. Yeah. Uh, which, which it does suck, right? Like, the day you finally established the run, um, and, and you clearly had your best running performance of the season, uh, you get blown out. It's not, not, not pretty. No, it wasn't. I mean, like, look, Tyreek Hill, seven catches on seven targets, 47 yards. Like, Tyreek Hill gets seven catches. When's the last time Tyreek Hill's gotten seven catches with only 47 damn yards? Um, You know, and, and yeah, he was able to draw two pass interference and had that really nice play. He had to, like, snatch one that was going to be picked off, too. How the hell did he do that? that was, I don't know. That was a pick. That was a pick. That's the second time he does that this year. Tyreek Hill, I, I feel like Tyreek Hill is going to need an ice bath after this one because Quinton Williams yeah. ran over him. It was something like run, running of the bulls. It was He tried to so- stop Quinton Williams on that fumble recovery, which it was just, you know, and that's why I, I'm upset with how it went for sure. I don't want to sugarcoat it. That's a bad loss, you know, but it's like, man, I mean, what kind of like, – as much as we – trumpeted the myth of Skylar Thompson dude I mean he was sitting there in that pocket and I know Mike Kosecki ain't the greatest blocker in the world but he got his initial block and he's got Tyree Kill wide open he's got Jalen Waller wide open I don't know who the hell he's staring at because who else would you stare at on this receiving core and boom got it all blown up and that's that was all she wrote yeah yeah it really was um so many Jets fans here Tobin just uh... you, you look depressed just just miserable um and and i hate to do this but they're not the worst team uh in the nfl which is which is uh pretty good i'm sure if you're a jets fan because that's typically the way it's been like you have to give them credit um i think they drafted really well and we we talked about it like they're a cutesy team uh but i was saying stuff along the lines of you know you you come into this game and you're feeling confident no matter who your quarterback is (laughs) and let me let me retract that statement uh, you feel confident as long as it's not Skylar Thompson for four quarters because we saw what happens when it's when that is the case. It's just different. Like, you know, they're, they're – first of all, you know, the Jets do have a talented defense. Robert Sala is a good defensive coach. We know this. Um, but, yeah, it's just different when you get to go in the preseason. You're playing against uh, a tight – a bottom of the roster against the Bucks, and you're balling out and you can just play willy-nilly as compared to here where it's like, yeah, there's real stakes on the line. And we did not see the gunslinger that we saw in the preseason. I mean, he was very conservative and you get it. It's real bullets flying. The game's a lot faster. I'm not, you shouldn't, we, we shouldn't expect to have a good game from Skylar Thompson. Right. You know, I feel like he almost hurt himself, but he was so good in the preseason. He, like this Skylar Thompson, you honestly could stash in the practice squad. He's not a guy you need to keep a roster spot for. Like, um, he was so good in the preseason. They had to keep a roster spot for him because they were like, man, maybe we have a gem here. And I think that that's probably this, this, uh, this has now been tempered <laughs> after that, after that performance today. And it was set up so perfectly, right? Teddy Bridgewater plays one snap. Yep. Safety gets lit up, has to get out. It was set up so perfectly for Skylar Thompson to come in and, uh, and, and kind of flip the whole narrative on its head. Uh, and and really really make things interesting in the Dolphins locker room and 
it's a pretty simple decision because if Teddy Bridgewater is cleared to play and two is not next Sunday, it's going to be Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, no question. Yeah, no, 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 no question. Yeah, no question. I've been I've, I've I've been brought back down to earth on the uh, on the Skylar Thompson. Stuff. Apparently, Skylar is I the was limit. wrong. As, as per- <laughs> apparently, he has a limit, and his limit right now is he's a seventh round rookie, and he has a yeah. lot of learning to do, which yeah. is fine. I mean, like you're not supposed to expect a lot out of that. You, you I, I'm not gonna go all Bills and not give the Jets credit. The Jets deserve credit for winning that game. I'm not gonna say they don't. They they kicked the Dolphins' ass, but you know, you didn't have Xavier. You, like you didn't have. Two of your best players. You didn't have your starting quarterback. You didn't have your backup quarterback. You didn't have Xavier and Howard. Teron Armstead left after the, what, the first quarter? Yeah. You know, you know you're playing with two banged-up wide receivers. So, you know, it, it's one of those where, like, I, it, it's just disappointing because you had a field goal to take the lead, and you miss it, and all hell breaks loose after that. Yeah, yeah. So do I dare start up the reach it conversation? And or to win it? we save that? Do we save that for next podcast, Obi? You're you're already off Skylar Thompson. You want them to bring up Reed Sinet? <laughs> Man, I don't know, dude. I don't know. Uh, I I do love that. Like Cedric Wilson, it was being reported was the backup quarterback now. Like if yes. if disaster were to have struck, and for whatever reason Skylar Thompson would have been knocked out of the game, which a couple times he came up a little a little wobbly. He took a lot of hits, uh, dude. He did. He did. He took a lot it of hits. Been, it would have been Cedric Wilson as the the emergency quarterback i might uh, i might not have hated seeing him out there at at, at certain (laughs) times there yesterday uh it was uh it was a rough watch for old skyler today and tua i miss you so much i'm tua i I miss you so much buddy please please clear him please how long do we have to wait and you see you see tobin uh like the difference it makes you were 3-0 now you have losses to the bengals most of the game without Tua, lost to the Jets. You're back down to third place in the AFC East. The Jets are trolling us on Twitter right now. Uh, they've replaced our elevator that the Dolphins post after every victory with uh, Brees Hall. Like it, it's just, oh. it's getting, it's it's getting tough. It's getting tough. Uh, the three and zero start to the season, we just dolphined it, yeah. and it's three and two, and you're in third place in the division behind the New York Jets. But neither it's, it's, a true loss. Like I'm not taking it's three and two, but those are not true loss. I'm not taking non two games, not true, not true losses, dude. Good point. Like, I, good point. You know what? Let me tell you something right now. They don't win a lot of games without this guy. You know, for all the controversy people surround Tua Tagovailoa with, let's be real about it. They don't win a lot of games without him. Haven't done it in recent memory. They seem to lose a lot. When he doesn't play games, I'm just rattling my brain here. But whenever Jacoby Brissett's in there, or Teddy Bridgewater, Skylar Thompson, if it's not Tua Tagovailoa, Dolphins don't seem to have a, a whole hell of a lot of chances to win these games. I don't feel great about it now, dude. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, bring this guy back. What are we doing? Bring him back already. I changed the whole protocol. Bring him back. Ugh, terrible. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. 
And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Do you have to get out of here? Like, what's the situation? I want to make you nervous. I don't know. I, yeah, like, there is a flight. I don't. <laughs> like, when do you know. have to go? I don't know. Uh, like, like does somebody no say, time. all aboard! Like, what, what it, is the situation for you to get back on the team plane right now? Is it, it more Mike, depressing because of the loss? Yeah, yeah, I think it's Mike McDaniel just ringing a bell. Ding, 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 through the hallways. And uh, that's my, I don't, like, they're not going to wait for me. I'll tell you that. No, I know. That's why I'm nervous for you. I'm just like, yeah. I don't want you to miss the, <laughs> I don't want you to miss the flight. Like, hey, uh, it's, it, it's, you're a trooper as it is for, uh you know, for, for coming down here and doing this right after the show. It's that's uh that's the, you know, I, I appreciate it. Boots on the ground. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Should I give our YouTube, uh, our YouTube audience? Little, little yeah. Let's see. Here? Let's yeah, let's, let's look. Let's look. See. see there. Oh yeah. Look, it's uh Solana and he has hell behind him because yeah. he's at MetLife stadium. Bunch of losers. <laughs> Enjoy it. Enjoy it. You're not going oh, to the playoffs my. anyways. Losers. Oh my God, Robert Sala gonna champagne showers tonight. Robert Sala, he's got oh, the receipt, Philbin. Robert Sala can't wait to dance all over Boomer Sison <laughs> tomorrow. He's excited about it. He is, he is, he's, he's swaggering nipples. Can't wait to, to get with it, dude. He's very all excited. Right. Tobin, let's be real. I, I gotta get out of here. If not, I'm, I'm gonna miss this. I'm gonna miss this team playing. All right, buddy, get out of there. Safe travels back, and uh, we'll porp it on tomorrow. We'll, uh, we'll recap more of the game and. Uh, do what we can with this, all right?